Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. It's pretty good. I ran out of my favorite cocoa truffle kind, which unfortunately the man discovered. I knew he'd like it. It's always a bad thing when the man finds one that he likes too. You guys do that? Like you're, you have your things that you squirrel away because you know that, that he likes them or even better when you find a thing that he doesn't like, and then you can have all kinds of it around the house because it'll stay there. Ah, oh, the tangled webs we weave when we practice to deceive. Yes. So it is Friday, February. Oh, February. That was funny. That was because of the F. Uh, January, still January, January 8th. Yes, that's right. My calendar has not yet arrived. Did I tell you guys the saga of my calendar? So <coughs> I back in early December, I ordered a brand new calendar. And I went shopping for it myself. I scoured online. For several years, I had the Stephanie Quimun Law calendar. And I loved it. But the Llewellyn stopped making it. Um, not because of Stephanie, I guess. They just thought that maybe they thought it didn't sell well enough. I loved having that one up. Because the calendar is all part of my having images around me that feed the creative subconscious, right? So um, I love Stephanie Puyuma's art. For that reason. In fact, I have um, one of her calendar pages I've kept because it figured so heavily into the Forgotten Empires and into Leah's true nature. I should, I'll probably frame it. So anyway, um, in past years I had asked for calendars, but it's hard for somebody else to buy a calendar. And like even if I picked one out, it wasn't wasn't right. So this year I was all preemptive about it. I thought, okay, I'm going to shop for a calendar and alternative because last year I asked for suggestions since I couldn't do Stephanie Quimun Law. And I went with one of the suggestions and ended up really not liking the calendar at all. And I look at those freaking calendars several times a day. I still like having a paper calendar hanging on my wall um, I have an electronic calendar that I look at by month and day and so forth too, but I like being able to glance at that paper wall calendar. So having a less than satisfying uh, calendar image there for me was um, less than ideal, right? So this time I shopped for one and I found one that I really liked. I think I've posted about it and I ordered it. I know this on December 3rd. And they said that money wouldn't come out of my account till it was shipped. And the money came out of my account. And I have a memory of receiving it. I'm, I think I received it because I was even thinking about, oh, I'll hang it up behind my existing calendar. And you know, and that way it'll be all ready to go. And you know, I was being so freaking efficient, you guys. But it was like the wrong size and it looked dorky and that calendar's right behind me on Zoom calls. And so I put it somewhere else. 
where? Where did I put it? This is the question. We do not know. We do not know. Uh, and I spent last weekend going through my entire office. I organized. I mean, at least my office is organized. Now, I don't know. Well, it's not very good now, but I don't know if you guys noticed that, like, the Closet of Doom actually closes now and stays closed if I don't leave it carelessly open. But, I mean, the Closet of Doom is, is slightly less doomful than, I should have done this, slightly less doomful than it was before. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to show it to you <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but you know, I have, you know, just not that much room in this office, but I will show you guys this, like, look at this. I have all of these, it doesn't really show very well, stacks and stacks of books of the fiery crown. Uh, <laughs> I am not so good with the, uh, Instagram living, angling the phone. How do people do it? Anyway, I have piles of books in my office. I try to keep them fairly neat. The Closet of Doom is one repository for all the things. <laughs> I could not find that fucking calendar. I Nowhere. I don't find it anywhere. And now I'm starting to wonder, did I not, did it not come? And I thought it did. Did I just like have that conversation in my mind and so forth? So I don't know. I ordered another one. It was like another $20 and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't be squandering. It makes me mad to spend the $20 twice. But at the same time, I thought I really want to have this calendar. So I don't know. You know, and it's one of those things that, you know, I'll find it when, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I won't find it. Maybe, maybe it never arrived. It's so weird, you guys. Anyway, I can no longer just glance at my office wall and see uh, where the calendar, see what date it is. I have to look at the teeny tiny words down on the corner of my laptop screen. And such is life. So, we're going to send out a newsletter. Uh, it'll go out Monday. So, if you haven't yet signed up for this newsletter, you could. You don't have to. But, we're going to put some extra fun things in there. Um, I am going to put the cut scenes from The Golden Griffin and the Bear Prince. So, you get to read those. And then, so Carrie King, hi Carrie, uh, asked me, I think Carrie listens because she asked me if Golden Griffin was the book that I had been teasing since last summer. And one of the problems with being a tease is, is I lose track of which things I'm teasing when. Um, it's my, probably my my due, uh, my just desserts, my due wages of sin. So I'm not sure which thing Carrie means. I, I answered and said, no, but you're going to hear about it soon. And I thought, oh, wait, is that the thing that she's thinking of? So <laughs> the thing I've been teasing, 
I should come up with code names for them. So, Dark Wizard. Um, I think I told you guys, if you're a regular listener, you know that I decided to self-publish Dark Wizard. And so that's what I thought maybe Carrie was thinking of. But it might not be. Sorry. I should definitely come up with code names. So although Dark Wizard was a code name and now it's the title. Because uh, Grace Draven talked me into making it be the title. So Dark Wizard is going to come out on February 25th. Yay! And I am going to, I have a cover for it and for the sequel. And I'm going to put those in this newsletter so that newsletter people will be the first to see it because I am no marketing guru, but I kind of figure in the next, well, if Golden Griffin is coming out on January 25th, then uh, let's see, 25 minus 8 is 17, 17 years. so it's like 15 days from now. No, 17 days from now, a little over two weeks. And I feel like I shouldn't be like really heavily pushing both books at the same time. But I also don't have that much of a window on Dark Wizard. It's just the way it worked out because I had planned on this doing the four books and Heirs of Magic, of which Golden Griffin and Bear Prince is the first book, getting those out this year. And I thought I was going to sell Dark Wizard to Trad, which meant that it would go into that very slow pipeline, you know, the slow barge drifting down the river. And at this point, I thought about sitting on it. I'm revising it right now. I started revising it two days ago. So on Tuesday, no, what the hell day is it? It's Friday, right? Started revising it on Wednesday. And I've changed the beginning a little bit. And I, it's going better for some Rebecca Hardy asked me on Twitter, um, how I track revising and I do it by pages. I, I count pages per hour. So I still do my three, one hour writing sessions with the break between, but I, um, count by, I do, I keep track of word count. Um, I have an outtakes document, so I measure what goes into the outtakes document and then, so that way I have a sense of how many new words I've written to. But otherwise, I mainly go by pages. And my general metric is uh, when I'm figuring how long it'll take me to revise a book. <clears throat> and I told Rebecca this, it depends on what level of revising it is, you know, what stage. I said I can average around 30 pages and a day, not an hour, 30 pages a day. And she was like, wow, you know, and I said, no, caveat. That's an average, an average, average, because there are some days where I can, where the book is solid enough that I can make it through. Um, it's, it's, I'm essentially reading it and I can make it through 70, 90 pages in a day. <laughs> Conversely, there are these days and Dorinda and I've been sort of uncannily in the same point. She is writing the third book in her betwixt series and she she's been really reworking the beginning of it and 
boy, we've both been working at, I've, I've been going at like two to three pages an hour. Two to three pages an hour is really slow. <laughs> it feels really slow to me. Uh, so, but it is what it is. And I, I ended up taking out the first chapter and starting with the second. I've been doing that a lot lately. I probably need to learn from this that I'm just going to end up throwing away the first chapter. Actually, I don't throw it away. I put it in my outtakes file and then I end up cannibalizing it. I take chunks out of it. But it's, it's kind of ends up being what it is, which is why, you know, like if you're starting to write a book, um, don't spend a whole lot of time worrying about the beginning because um, I've kind of got a stiff neck today. Um, because you'll you'll end up reworking it anyway. So just just start it. Just put it out there and let it be garbage because you're gonna come back. So so I did start on revising Dark Wizard, and in the third hour yesterday, I actually made it through like eleven pages. So I think I'm through the bad part. Anyway, I'm I will be able to have it out in February. And so I considered holding on to it. And then I thought, why? Because the, the Grace Draven school of publishing is, is that if you're sitting on a book that's done and not published, you're losing money. So even though it may not be the most ideal marketing situation, I'm going ahead with it. So, because I don't want to compete on social media with myself, with Golden Griffin, um, I'm going to show you guys Dark Wizard in the newsletter. And I'm going to um, tell you a little bit about it there as well. Because I think I haven't, you know, I haven't written up the BCC yet. And a few of you have asked me um, when you're going to get to read about what it's about. So, um, the answer is the newsletter coming out Monday. I'm going to get that BCC written up and I will get the pre-order links up. And so this one will be like a soft pre-order. Does that make sense? And then once um, Golden Griffin is out, then we'll start talking more publicly about Dark Wizard. And you guys should be able to get arcs for that as well. Um, speaking of, I've been really happy with all of the uh, new people, especially Instagram reviewers, hi, who have been asking for arcs of Golden Griffin. If you would like one, please just message me. You can message me here on on the gram. <laughs> That's my attempt to sound hip. Probably didn't work very well. Uh, but I do check those. If, like even if we don't follow each other, I do check my, I don't know what it is, like the, the messages from from either it, it's always either like readers and book bloggers, which you're, you're the same thing, but uh, who I haven't, you know, that we haven't had a previous relationship or creepy guys. <laughs> it's like they're all in that like particular window, right? You know, those guys going, hi, hi, beautiful. How's it going? I, I'm pretty sure they sound exactly like that too. So anyway, I do check those and I am happy to give out arcs and um, 
just really delighted at how you all love that cover because I love that cover. And I wanted to say it's my first couple cover, but it's not because the Sorceress Moons books have couple covers. But this is a more standard romancy, maybe more of a clinch, more of a clinch couple cover. And it's, um, I don't know, it, it really is fun because as many of you have noticed or noted, noticed and noted, Aster looks so much like Hugh. Um, you know, and several people have said that it's, you know, like how they imagined Hugh looked in the Uncharted Realms books and now his son Aster looks like that. And I'm like, yes. Um, my cover artist is Raven. I'll tag her in the show notes because she's an amazing cover artist. And she's she is just so good at nailing the look of what I explain I want for somebody. And so she found this guy to play Aster. And yes, I agree. I think Aster is more buff than Hugh was. Hugh was a little bit more of, I mean, Hugh was still a good fighter, a good swordsman, but he was also a little more of, um, how do I want to put this? A little more coddled prince. I mean, he was more of a, of a soft-handed political guy. So even though Aster has been raised to be heir to the high throne of the 13 kingdoms, Aster uh, has also been, has had a wealth of um, mentors and step-parents. So Ash is his stepfather, and Ash, you know, is um, is a pretty hard guy, uh, ex-convict, and, you know, pretty much has had to scrap and fight for his life. So, you know, Ash comes from, like, the dirty street fighting school of, of um, sword fighting, and then, of course, Ursula was always a warrior, first and foremost. So she's more of a warrior than a politician. She's good at the politics, but, um, you know, she approaches things from that um, warrior's point of view as an acolyte of Danu. And Harlan, of course, former mercenary, um, found his fortune in building up his strength because of his early childhood trauma which a lot of that's in the Chronicles of Desenaria books, if you haven't read those. But, you know, Harlan vowed never to be weak again. Actually, let me take that back. It's not so much in the Chronicles of Desenaria books, because those are all from uh, Jenna Ivariel's point of view. But the Dragons of Summer um, novella, Harlan talks about that some. But you know, he vows that he's never going to be so weak again that he could be taken in a fight because of what happened with Jenna in the first book in Prisoner of the Crown. So Harlan's very much on the side of buff up boy. So I think all of those influences have made Aster way more buff. And then of course Zephyr is has not yet been born in the other books, but Yes, uh, she's really got that. Um, I love the cover model, how she's got that mischief to her, that vivaciousness. And as somebody said, she is claiming that man titty, <laughs> which I just love because that's absolutely who she is. So um, sign up for the newsletter if you want to, but that's where that stuff will be. And then that stuff 
I mean, it'll all come out eventually later, but that's where I'm putting it for now. As far as other things I've been teasing, I think I was teasing Valeria, the science fiction romance, and that one's just waiting for me to get to it because I'm right now I'm doing these two series this year. And uh, then I'll, I've got Valeria scheduled for maybe beginning of next year. And then the other tease would be, I don't know what to call it. I'm going to call it, um, let's call it Petals and Thorns 2. That's not completely accurate, but it's going to be like that. It's kind of a fairy tale retelling, um, a little bit of dubcon, and very smexy. And I'm just still noodling that one. I'm hoping I'll get to write it someday. So, and my face is lighting up from the sun hitting the fire wind wheels on the wall across the room. So, it's kind of um, apt. It's also shining on my beautiful golden idol, Garita. So I love that. I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend. And First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>